Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm a fucking wreck. Hey, Chip. Hi, nice bathroom. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I'm just coming in hot. <laughs> so Chip shows up at my house today. It is... 1 p.m. And I am in a bathrobe. But this doesn't mean I haven't done shit with my day, by the way. Right. I've already been up working very long out. <laughs> like, not, uh, what? What? I've been working since 6 a.m. And, and I, you've been to the gym. I stopped to go to Barry's for a workout class, which I injured my calf. And like, again, this is like in, in line with the last episode and then the lady episode. I'm like, oh my Falling God. apart. 40's nearing. 40 is nearing. 40 is eminent. shit is getting real i had a doctor's appointment today and when i was checking out the woman like i like what yawned. Kind of doctor? And it was just like a normal ch- scheduled checkup and i when i was checking out i like yawned and my appointment it was probably at like 9 45 a.m okay. this was happening and she goes don't do that and i was like i've been up since six and, I, and then she looked at me she's like i've been at work since six and yeah, i was like, oh, like bitch shit. please i was like sorry <laughs> <laughs> don't 9, do that 45 like, already done with the six. day and yeah <laughs> I was like, uh, oh my god well what's been going on this week you have house guests right i have two house guests and a dog guest so um how's that going it's, I think you I mean, mentioned that on the podcast before. Yeah, I think I mentioned that they were coming. Yeah. So it's two of my best friends from um, that are from out. They live in LA, and they are um, they're kind of taking advantage of the work from home situation. Well, one right. of them works for himself; the other one works for a record label, and um, she doesn't have to be in the office. So they gave up their apartment in Los Angeles, moved a bunch of stuff to like storage, or they're both from the LA area, so they mm-hmm. spread some stuff out across their parents' houses and. Eventually, they're planning on buying, but they're like, in the meantime, we're just going to kind of be vagabonds. So they're staying with me for six weeks. Yeah. And, um, you know, they've like moved. They showed up with they were like, you are going to die when you see how much stuff we were. I mean, they brought desks. Yeah. You know, they're working, too. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, I'm used to working from home by myself. They're used to being in this, their apartment together, working together. So it's like there's this whole adjustment thing where like it's not quiet in my house anymore. 
Uh, but it's so fun having them there. But I'm like fucking exhausted. It's a different deal. Like, we're, like, we cannot drink every night. Like this yeah. is you get in yes, bad habits. Like we're excited, and this needs to feel a little bit like a vacation, but it also right. has to feel like real life. What well, is real life? I mean, it's very real life, you know. So it's. I think now that we're a weekend, like I got up this morning and like went to the doctor. Like I'm kind of just doing my. I don't feel like I have to like babysit them in any yeah. way. Um. So, but it's. I mean, it is an adjustment, and now there's three dogs, so it's like when one of them barks it's like a symphony of barking Mm. so you're on a conference call and it just goes crazy so i just have to remember having my phone on mute and shit when i'm not talking jesus but it's It's totally a different beast to go from living a single life like having your space having a house to yourself doing what you want to do when you want to do it basically except for work obviously to having someone live in the house with you this is a big adjustment in most relationships right totally completely that whole deal so i totally get that that was a huge adjustment for me even having kids around like because you're like you're literally like whoa 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 i haven't had coffee yet why the fuck are y'all coming at me you know like, right i don't know i can't meet a need down. for anyone yet <laughs> like yeah. let me get some coffee um yeah life is just a lot different because you have your little routines too that i don't think we really recognize right. until you're living with other people totally yeah, yeah. i it's like it's it definitely makes you um, recognize your own idiosyncrasies. 100%. So it's like you have, I, I invited them, like I welcomed this. So it's like, I'm, I can't um, like come at anything really. Sure. Like, because they are, they are well, guests, they're but they're also like, wrong. they're not doing anything yeah. wrong. So, and the truth is, is that like, I'm so excited that they're there. I just didn't think about yeah. how it would feel different. Because I was so excited about them being but there. But you also probably didn't even realize you were so accustomed to being on your own. Right. Like, there's a Sex in the City episode, and they talk about the um, secret single behaviors. Like, Carrie talks about how she likes to stand in the kitchen and read fashion magazines and eat crackers. And, like, this weird... Just, like, she's like, none of it makes sense. And if anyone saw me doing it, it would be weird. Charlotte says like, she likes to get in the mirror and look at her pores. Like, it's, like, weird shit like that that you don't really want anyone to see you doing but the, it's just like, it's not a big deal, but it's just like, you don't even realize you do most of the stuff until someone else is around and you're like, oh shit. Oh shit, I can't go pick my zits. Well, mine is my neti pot. Do you know, like I, it's a thing I do every day and I had to really get over that whenever I had people around all the time because I'm like, oh God, I'm boiling this water. And I do this every single morning. I boil water and then I go in the bathroom and I do this thing that, now my boyfriend's little girl is called the snorty thingy. <laughs> and so it's like, I literally am like leaning over the sink, you know, doing the neti pot deal or whatever. It's kind of gross. Yeah. I, I know somebody that does it every day too. And he does it in the shower. Oh, that's smart. But so anyway, I just didn't no want people mess. to see me yeah. doing that. But it's like, it it's just, jigs up. Like yeah. you just got to do it's it. It's like the least sexy thing you can do. Right. You know, you're making boogers come out of your nose. Right. What's yours? Do you have a, well, I like to get in my pores. You do. Yeah. I didn't know this about yeah. you. I love it. Do you like I'm, pop sets and stuff? Well, yeah. Like I, I like to get blackheads out. Oh, yeah. I'm an esthetician. I didn't in my know private this. Life. I love wow. that. Yeah. I've got one of those magnifying mirrors. It's fucking crazy. That's what Charlotte does yeah. on Sex in the City. Yeah. Look at I often you. will do it when I'm on the phone. I wonder what Sex in the City character you would be. Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> The lesbian. I mean, I can't not say. Well, it. no, I'm not. I'm not Miranda's personality, though. She no, she's like super type A. Yeah, I feel like I'm more Charlotte. Are you? Though? I don't. I think I'm a mix of all of them. 
Are you? I've got a little bit of all of them. I mean, Sledapalooza would for sure be Samantha. Um, Miranda is like the super driven, smart lawyer. Uh, Work is like super important to her. But she's kind of falling apart at the same time a lot of the times, I feel like. But she's not that good at relationships, right? right? Um, Carrie is me. 100%. 150 Like every, like people, and everyone wants to be the Carrie person because she's the main character and I get, I don't know. But but I have friends who will literally watch the show and be like, it is the most bizarre. I feel like I am watching you in a fake show. Like (laughs) it is you, even how I deal with relationships, like all of it has been or is exactly me and how she's so like in her feels when she writes sometimes. She also loves shoes she and loves clothes. Shoes and she spends way too much money on shoes. Same. <laughs> I mean, yeah, all of it. It's just all of us. I'm, not, I'm definitely not Samantha and I'm definitely not Charlotte. Yeah. I don't know that I'm, I'm maybe I'm Mr. Big. Oh, really? <laughs> Self-call. Okay. <laughs> no, what was John? No, what? Aiden is who you want to be. Aiden was like the best. Do you know that I've worked with him before though, John What's Corbett? John Corbett, yeah. And it's so bizarre because you're so attached to a character, you right. know? And so I expected him to come in and be like Aiden. He's like completely not, like Mm-mm. at all. <laughs> yeah, he's like a singer-songwriter too. He right? is a yeah. singer-songwriter. He's just like a little more like abrasive and like harsh because like Aiden is so sweet and kind and like go with the flow emo guy, you know, and not that he's, he wasn't like rude. He was actually lovely. Like I liked him, but it was just not the personality that I expected. Right. It's like a little Who more hardcore. That, what, was the, what was the really hot blonde dude that Samantha dated? Jason, oh, somebody, I can't remember. His name is Smith Jared on the show, or Jared yeah. on the show. Um, he's married. Jason Lewis. I think Jason Lewis. I think that's I think right. That's his name. Yeah. He, or Jason something, but he's married to, um, Oh my God. What is that girl's name? She's beautiful. Are you Googling? Yes, I got a Google for Susan. This. Sorry, Susan. I don't know the <laughs> Don't apologize to Susan anymore. I'm done with well, her. <laughs> <laughs> Smith Jarrett? Smith Jarrett, yes. But I want to know who's... It's like, uh, she's a famous actress and she's beautiful. The people listening right now are yelling Jason, it. Jason Lewis is um, his real name. Who's he married to? Um, right, right. It starts with an R. I'm right there. I can see your face. It's not on his Wikipedia who he's maybe, married to. Maybe they were dating and I'm confusing it. Um, I keep wanting to say Rosetta, which only makes me think Rosetta Is it Rosaria Dawson? Yes, oh. yes, yes, yes. Her. They were dating. Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone. Jason um, Lewis and Rosetta Stone. Well, this says that he is married to Lee Lewis and they have two children. Wow, I was really off there. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> um, this is a different... It's a different Jason Lewis. He's a Minnesota politician. Are you sure his last name is Lewis? No, it is his, he, the actor is Jason Lewis. Do you know when um, you're listening to a podcast and they can't figure something out and you're in your car and you're like yelling? Yes, you're like, yes. no, it's the... The people are doing that. Well, right as now. of February 14th, 2020, yes. Jason Lewis of Sex and the City took to Instagram to say that he, uh, he was announcing that he and his girlfriend, Liz Goodwin got engaged okay so well he used to date rosario dawson yeah that's according to the daily mail so well i guess they broke up that's as far as i've gotten um he's they, not as cute as he used to be he's yeah he really didn't age very well i didn't i met him once in new york and he was so kind oh well that makes me like yeah. him more yeah he was so kind i loved him on that show Anyway, well, I love your update. I'm glad that you're adjusting. I feel like by the time you, your friends actually leave, you're going to be so sad because you're going to have flipped right, to the other adjustment. Right. You're going to be lonely. That's the hard part. It's the hard adjustment. I'm going to have to kick them out one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> keep one around for a little bit longer. Who would you keep? Steal or steal, <laughs> their, steal their dog. You know, like... <laughs> 
Uh, you asked me what my update was earlier, and I was like, I don't, literally don't have an update because uh, I feel like this is not a real problem, you know? And like, I feel like that girl that's like, oh, okay, shut the fuck up. You talk about this all the time. But like, work has really come back full force, and I'm overwhelmed. Like, I do not understand how I used to work the way I did, used to. Like, I really don't. Like, I have not adjusted back. Well, I think some of it is that you shouldn't work the way that you used to. So there's probably a part of you that's like, um, inherently knows that's like do not it. go there. Yeah. yeah, because you shouldn't. Yeah, it was pretty unhealthy. Yeah, but I am adjusting to some parts of it. But then it's like it, it, the last two weeks in Nashville, I do feel like since like the mask mandate is kind of over and the vaccines are happening, like things are really starting to pick up. And um, yeah, I just I think it's like picked up and I'm so grateful. There's like it's like such a mixed bag of feelings, you know, but I'm leaving tomorrow to travel for a week and a half. Um, I'm going to Telluride and then L.A., which is awesome and so exciting. And I'm so overwhelmed to pack for that long. I'm like, oh, my God. And I used to do this like in my sleep. I would pack for oh, this yeah. shit. like it, it wouldn't even have phased me, you know. But well, I'm used to everything. wearing the same pair of pants every day. So right. that's what gets really overwhelming when it comes to packing it's for something. Just, now I'm like, well, can I just wear the same thing every day? Like, and ev- yeah, right. Like, oh, wait, I have to pick an outfit. Like, it's just like stuff that's not real problems. It's just crazy how out of practice we got with certain things that used to be just like so mindless and dumb and like just things you did every day, you know? I also am very guilty. This is pre-pandemic guilt mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of Packing shit that I never touch when I get there. So now I'm like, I'm going to put one pair of pants in my bag and I'm going to wear a pair of pants. And that's what I have for a week. When where I'm going, I mean, I'll have a washer dryer. It's really more like the temperature issues or like, what do I need to like plan to be doing? Because there's like different mixes of things that I'll be doing. And anyway, again, none of these are real problems. And I'm super grateful for these opportunities. But I... also going to be shopping. So just pack minimal so you shopping. can buy new shit. Who's shopping? I don't know. I you guess in LA. getting t-shirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm updating the vintage tees on velvetsetch.com. I'm going to go meet with some of my wholesalers that I have not gotten to see since pre-COVID. I mean, they would send me some stuff, but then it just got too complex. And I was like, let's just pause this stuff. So yeah, like life is opening back up. I'm about to get the website back up and running because I've been completely off that game too and just burnout. And so, yeah, just adjusting to life again, post everyone. When I say post Corona is like, it's not really over, but it's just like life is opening back up. Sorry. Yeah. It just is. Well, I mean, I guess we just have to recognize that people listen from all places. True. But like here in Nashville, it's wide. It open. is wide open. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it didn't even happen. It's I mean, weird. my friends that are visiting are like, I'm They're freaking like, out what? a little bit. They're here from LA. They're like, I mean, they're both vaccinated and feel safe. It's just like a mental thing. It's has totally to a mental them. thing. I'm the same way. Like, where did I go? Oh, I had dinner last night at this restaurant in town. And um, I had a feeling they were still going to be sticklers about masks. Uh-huh. But I forgot to bring mine from the car. And I was like, do I really have to go get it? And I was like, I wasn't going to fight them on it. But no. I was kind of hoping they'd be like, it's okay. But they know they were still enforcing. And when we sat at the table, the waitress was like, if you get up to use, need to get up to move around the, the the restaurant to use the restroom or something, we ask that you put your mask back on. Yeah, there's still so, certain places that yeah. are doing that, which I respect. I'm you know? curious. It's like I want to keep people safe. Yeah, I'm curious about out west how it's going to be because yeah. the last time I went to Denver, it was still very different than here. Like I think we're much more open than a lot of places. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Anyway, that's what's happening over here. Um, we did have an interesting story that happened. Speaking of being at bars and being wide open, um, this was Saturday night. This is what I'm saying about working. You guys are texting me to come meet you guys. And I was like, um, you guys, it's Saturday and I'm fucking working. Like, when's the last time you worked on a Saturday, Chip? Because I worked Saturday and well, Sunday. Well, I feel like I just work every day, except I did not work at all this weekend, which felt amazing. It feels amazing, right? But I've yeah. gotten really used to having a weekend and then I'm like, oh, right. In this business, you kind of don't. <laughs> Right. Um, but so I'm back to that. But I had a huge shoot on Monday. And so I was prepping all day Saturday and fitting on Sunday with Lane Hardy. Do you know him? Yeah. He won American Idol. So great. My Louisiana boy. It was just so fun. But anyway, so. Um, he looks great, too. Thank you. I, I like what you've done with his look. I appreciate that. I was going to tell you that before we when we were talking earlier. Oh, wait till I you forgot. see these photos. They're yeah. very cute. Um, Thank you for saying that, though. Anyway, I uh, was working and you guys are I'm getting blown up because it was like one of those days where nobody planned to go drink. And then it kind of turned seems like it turned into one of those really fun nights where everyone's just kind of in a good mood and whatever. And there was a lot of things happening at this bar. And so I was getting multiple texts from all three of you sitting there like individually. And um, that's our tactic to try and just like get you to get come. me. To come. <laughs> <laughs> I wished I could have been there, but um, this one story really struck me. And you know, I feel like we talk about our friend Mary on here a lot. We should probably just have her on. I know. She's been on my podcast before. She's awesome. Um, but she, and you kind of got in a fight. Well, she made it bigger than I than it was. I mean, she called me when she left the bar to tell me the details. <laughs> so I'm going to need you to just go ahead and do your replay. And then I'll be Mary and tell that side of the story. Wait, no, I think you should leave with Mary's side of the story. because Okay, okay fair. Yeah, leave with her side. And then I'll tell you my perspective. I really just felt like I've been talking a lot. So I was well, and, and I, I will say, I will preface it with, the, I will preface it. Oh God. I try one more time. You try, no, this is hard this when we do it sober. Preface it with this. Uh She, she has a tendency like when she sees like a crack. Oh, she'll go for it. She goes for it and, and Mm -hmm. loves to like let it balloon. Mm -hmm. And there's like, part of it is like, she's trying to be funny too. But like this one, like I was, I knew exactly what she was doing the second it went down. So I can't, and she was not letting me see the text to you and obviously was not on the phone call. So so I cannot wait to hear how big a deal she made out of it. And then I'm going to tell you my perspective. Okay. Okay. You know, she's also listening. Of course she is. Hey Mary, what's up girl? (laughs) Um. And by the way, she'd been drinking longer than I had. Okay, point, can so. we also, this is like such a sidetrack, but there's this bar called Mother's Ruin in Nashville and they have these shots called Picklebacks. They're amazing. They're disgusting. I actually love pickle juice, but you guys like blew this up like it was the best thing ever. So the last time we went, I tried it and I'm like, what in the, what is it? It's, it's a shot of Jameson and then you follow it with a shot of pickle juice. Disgusting. And they make their own pickle juice. So it's like a, it's a little sweet for pickle juice, but I it complements the Jameson really well. You think so? So we were doing that in Coors Lights. And they also have, this is a, not a sponsored post, by the way, you guys, they also <laughs> this have, is our favorite and there, there is a location in New York too. I yes. think it's in Brooklyn, yes, but yes, um, yes, yes. they have a, a frozen cocktail of the day mm. and it changes. And there's this really cute bartender there named Joe. And it was mm. on Saturday, it was called Joe's Bathwater. And I was like, I'll drink that. Oh, I bet you did. It was did. actually not. I bet you um, did. I did. But it wasn't, I didn't <laughs> like it very much, to be honest. You don't and, like Joe's Bathwater? Well, the bartender, who was not Joe, said that they liked the drink better not frozen. Oh. It was just like, it was really tart. But then when it like, it like my last sip was like completely melted. And I was like, oh, that actually was, was good. I just didn't like it frozen. So yeah. anyway, we digress. Anyway, that's our favorite bar. If you are coming 
going to visit Nashville. I hate giving away all the secrets yeah, sometimes. Yeah, don't cause a line. <laughs> yeah, it does get kind of crowded, but um, it's been a good new addition. It opened during COVID. People are always asking me where to go, so I'm just going to go ahead and put it out yeah, there because out there. that's my favorite bar in Nashville, Mother's Run. Okay, so here's the story, according to Mary. <laughs> so they're sitting at the table, and this group of girls walks in, and one of the girls was wearing a romper that possibly she should not have been wearing. It might have been a smidge too tight and too short. And um, that could have been part of the problem that I'm about to mention. But she's standing there as they move inside, and this is still from across the bar. Oh, he's nodding his head um, like this uh, is yeah, accurate. Yeah. Okay. And the girl in the short romper re- <laughs> reached down and scratched her crotch. And Mary said she was probably like doing the thing where it like the romper. This is again why she shouldn't have been wearing this romper rode a little too high in the camel toe situation. And so she was trying to remove it. But it also appeared like a scratch. And that's not really the issue. That was sort of like, oh, I've been there. We've all been there. If you're a girl, you're nodding your head right now. Like those romper things. This is why I can't wear them because I'm too tall. And it's just like constantly up my crotch. But she pulled it out, maybe did a little scratch. And Chip had a visceral reaction. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did you guys see that girl just scratch her crotch or pull like whatever it was like grab her crotch. That was so offensive. She should go to the bathroom for that. And like over the top reacted. And Mary said that she literally whipped her neck and was like, are you fucking serious? Well, you want to interject here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she did all of those things. Okay. But she basically showed me her vagina at the same time. Who did? The girl <laughs> in the romper? <laughs> the woman in the romper. I like, it was like her, you guys hand, her finger went up the inside of her shorts. Did she not have an underwear? I don't know. There was a lot going on. <laughs> oh, my God. And it was like she almost exposed her vagina to me. Mm. I get that we have itches. You do. But Mary Hilliard was like, you scratch your balls all the time. Well, that was the argument. Which I don't. You don't? I mean, when was the last time you saw me scratch my balls in public? I'm certain I have. I'm not saying that I've never done it. Okay. But she made it like it was like this thing. So if you're listening, I want you to point it out every time I do it. Okay. You know? I will. Yeah, do it. I mean, here's Because if I'm guilty of that, like, that's inappropriate. Uh, thank you. Okay, so, so you're I'll, actually I'll, not I'll as own far. That. Like, to me, I was more shocked that I literally almost saw this woman's vagina. Oh. And we were like locked in on her because of the whole situation. Because of the romper. Yeah, it was just like everything was popping out of it. Like Yikes. she didn't look comfortable in it. And she the next thing wasn't. you know, her pussy's eating her pants and she's mm. got to dig up in mm. there. So it was it was less Pussy about eating her but pants. Like, We're gonna need to pause on that. I know. One. That I love that one. I think no, there's <laughs> that goes a lyric the back like of your pussy's eating your pants. <laughs> but Mary Hilliard, this is the thing that she does. Like once she locked in on it, like she didn't want to hear my side of the story. She was like, You you're just you're being the chauvinist. Like, well and I was like, That that's not what happened. But I like, actually rather than argue when we've been drinking, like yeah. because it was literally about nothing, you know, like Well, her argument is is we as women, and this is absolutely true, we are supposed to act like it is totally fine for you guys to adjust your balls and your dick or whatever it is that y'all are doing when y'all grab and pull into the little pinch thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the, the worst part is like she called me after and we're talking through this I think I actually used the word chauvinist in the text to her and I was I like wait she, I think you did and I was like wait I'm, is that the proper term there I'm not sure but like we're like are you fucking serious like we are standing there uh, half the time I'm like having a conversation like one on one with a guy and they adjust and I'm like am I supposed to keep eye contact right now like this is awkward you just grabbed your balls like yeah it is so beyond inappropriate to me i i will fully own that like that exists in the world Uh because i think it is just more normalized and (laughs) if you got an itch we all like your butt itches your balls itch your pussy itches i don't care scratch it really just i don't want to see it while you're scratching it well, right. Like, you I, know, like, I would never feel comfortable to scratch in public. Right. And I also feel like if I was really aware of people seeing it, I would go somewhere that they couldn't. But does that mean that I've never just been like impulsively like sh- moved sh- junk around? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course I have. I mean, I guess it's hard. You guys have these things hanging off your body. Right. And they stick to your legs. Ugh, and- <laughs> ugh, ugh. Gross. But sweaty balls. I mean, I, that's why I wanted to talk about it today because, like, she didn't give me the opportunity to like even really explain because she was like, "Nope, you're being a chauvinist," and but it was like one of those things where it was just <laughs> elevated and that became funny backs. to us. Yeah. yeah, it's like, but I love that it even became a conversation after. Oh, <laughs> like, I mean, like we like, did a full phone call about it after. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like so interesting to me because it is true though. Like a guy doing that and scratching and adjusting. In public it's like sort of just the thing we've become accustomed to and if you saw a girl legit do it you would probably minus even the vagina exposure that you were saying <laughs> you would still be taken aback a bit i feel oh, absolutely like and that's like one of those unequal things well, about you know men why? and women because men made the rules right you know what i mean the men made the rules women are supposed to be pretty and have their shit together and and be in this like perfect little box like we don't have Do itches like a bra situation is a little bit more accepted than scratching your pussy like, I feel what like it kind is. Of, what like, is. What's the bra like situation? Woman, like adjusting her bra is not dissimilar, completely dissimilar to like a guy adjusting himself. It's just a different area mm. of the body. Hard for me to say because I never wear bras. Yeah. So I don't. But know. do you see people like adjust? I guess, but not really. I mean, you'll see a woman be like. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. You know, like, you see, Lift I'm sorry, it's like, just did. I, like, lifted my titties. Get the girl. But, like, you see party. that, and no one would be like, oh, that girl just lifted her. You know what I mean? Like, there's something that's a well, little more special. Well, most guys would be like, hey. Right, right. So, it does it say something about, like, the parts we the have hanging off of our of a, bodies? A man, like, being like, oh, God, she's got an itchy pussy. Like, I don't know. Like, why <laughs> is that she different? she have a yeast infection? Yeah, what's going on down there? <laughs> Sometimes you just have weird itches. I mean, right. Especially if you're sweaty, as you're mentioning, and something's sticking somewhere. (laughs) You don't want it to be sticking. It's tough. I don't know. I just think overall, women are supposed to act a little more proper. And it's like, wait, who made these rules? Where did these come from? And like, there are a lot of different things that fall under these categories. Yes. We actually found an article. This was from Houston. Like, this was the CBS local in Houston. They did this article. Um, 10 things men do that women can't. Some of them are stupid. Women can't impregnate another person. I mean, that's dumb, right? Like, yeah, I mean, that's just biology. Okay. This one, I think but is, technically, mm-hmm. if you are a lesbian couple, mm-hmm. a woman could insert a syringe of sperm into her partner and impregnate her. 
So, I mean, if you want to get like turn it into a riddle, uh, you could impregnate somebody. We're doing riddles in the same way that I can impregnate you with another man's sperm. The same way, you know what I mean? Like it's still impregnating you. I guess that's true, but that's not what they mean. They can't. Our biology cannot impregnate. It it requires an outside person to make that happen. This one is one that I think about all the time. Men can use the restroom without completely removing their pants. A woman can't perform the same task without such some unforced unfortunate consequences what like wetting her pants i guess but that's not the thing i think about men can pee wherever Anywhere. they want to pee we talk about this all the time you said you pee in your backyard like yeah, i love it guys pee outside just constantly i feel like this is like i peed at the park today when i was walking my dog i'm um, see because i sure wasn't i just was like i had to time it to make sure nobody could see me but i was like gonna pee my pants if i did it's do ridiculous it. it's like you guys anytime you're just anywhere near a bush can go pee it's like a dog yeah and we have to just wait till the bathroom yeah. i mean unless you're gonna pop a squat like that's like an emergency situation though it's like a lot of thigh workouts it is like a you're lot you're gonna of, get it on your shoes well not if you're a professional like some well of us, but there's <laughs> definitely splatter that you deal with there's a lot well if you do it properly and if you've grown up in the south you know how to yeah pop a squat somewhere if you have to but but it isn't necessarily as easy and it's just like so frustrating sometimes when you're like oh driving in a car you know i've talked about that because you'll pee in a water bottle if you have to like an emergency situation in a car like i don't there's no out for me right yeah we'd have to pull over to the side of the road so i could pop a squad well now they've got the i mean they've got that go girl but i I have a feeling a go girl a go girl is like it's basically like a funnel that women can use I've, i've been reading that like amazon drivers use it because they they can't get to a bathroom without like losing an hour of their work because they live they're delivering down these rural roads so they're peeing into bottles and women are using these things called a go girl which was invented for female truck drivers interesting but like i still feel like there's a mess there you know like then you've got this like basic like a a funnel that you've peed in that you've (laughs) got to like put somewhere in your car like it's not as easy as me peeing it's a lot going on it's a lot going on this is another good one women can't get away with calling a man crazy or by polar or blame hormones to remove blame during an argument with a significant other i mean if i told you how many times that's been used on me like what time oh oh is it that time of the month and you're like go fuck yourself right. like no you're just a dick and well <laughs> to play devil devil's advocate uh-huh how often is it used like i'm sorry i'm on my period <laughs> you know like yes okay yes that's fair it's a fair argument but you, you never you it's true that you can never do that to well them. it's fair that we say things like oh, i feel like shit today or oh, i'm pmsing like but it's or mostly, my brain's in a fog um, like on yeah, a period yeah. but those are more about the physical symptoms of pms and again i will go to like the grave saying this shit a man could not handle one month of a goddamn period. Oh, I'm, like, I am thankful every day that I don't have it to deal is with that. legitimately terrible. It's like having the flu and still having the function in your life and your brain feels like a mess and you can't you're like, and you're is bleeding that, and have you're to bleeding deal bleeding out of an orifice in your body. Is that the right word? Orifice. Orifice. Yeah. Like you're bleeding out of your body and you're not dying. Like it's like you actually wish you could sometimes. Right. Like it is not 
Right. And we have to go in. Like, we're, I was listening to some podcasts. It was that comedian you and I were listening Michelle to. Wolf. And she was talking about, like, you don't see, there's not like a situation where a man comes in and his arm is like off his body. He's bleeding out of his body. And everyone's still just like, hey, how's your day going? Right. Like, you yeah. Don't yeah. Mention, sit down and do your work. Like, sit down and do your work. Like, it's not a thing. Like, it's just like, we are literally bleeding out of our bodies and we're expected to function like normal. It's hard. It is such a weird biological thing. Like, you would think that so much research would have been put into, like, changing that. Well, I mean, I think that's why birth control got invented. Yeah. But the thing is, is, like, like I don't take birth control because I just, first of all, my body doesn't react. I'm too sensitive to any medicine. But I feel like I'm like, our bodies are supposed to do this thing. Right. And so stopping it feels wrong. Yeah, And totally. not good for me. No, you know? not, no. I'm like. But it's the. It's the burden we must bear. Uh, yes. You strong, beautiful And so, woman. you... There you He's switching his tune right now. <laughs> he's like, is she on her period? Because it's <laughs> yeah. Well, what time what? of the month? <laughs> Let me check my calendar. <laughs> oh, my boobs did start to get a little swollen today. So it must be now coming. You, time to lift them. <laughs> Mine never really do that. Let's get real here. <laughs> If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code Velvet's Edge at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. 
Millions of people have made the switch to Nick Sleek Proof Underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine washable, and great looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Um, what's another one? Did you see any other ones? Oh, you really I, fl- I mean, I think this one's kind of funny. Men can have super hairy legs and underarms right. without being judged. Women in this country cannot. That's so true. I guess in other countries like Europe, in a lot of places, people do. But how much of that is being put on by women to like? Well, it's just what we've been programmed to believe. So totally, until yeah. someone, and I think some people are starting to do this, but until someone is like, "Hey, like, I'm gonna have armpit hair." But it's like you want to be beautiful by whatever your society's standards are. Totally, and so yeah. it's tough because like I wouldn't feel comfortable having hair on my yeah, body. You, yeah, you don't like that. Well, I've also gotten used to viewing that. It's sort of like being tan, right? Like in America, there's these certain things. <laughs> what? <laughs> Isn't it funny that like... <gasps> Of course, it's America. It is America, though. Yeah. I need to leave this oh, country. God. <laughs> Just <kidding>. to France. <laughs> I, I've always dreamed about living in France and smoking cigarettes. Like, this, like, let's do really... it when we're old. Okay. We'll just buy a little place in, like, Montpellier or somewhere, like, in south of France, okay. and we'll just smoke cigarettes, drink rose all day. All of a sudden, we, like, smoke cigarettes. Until we die. Even yeah. We, yeah. I mean, you're already. Like you do it when you're, like, dying. You know? I just always look so glamorous to me in the movies, but it's really probably not. But anyway, yeah, the arm thing, I mean, the hair thing is really interesting. What else? Um, I mean, the rest of them are kind of dumb. Yeah, the rest of them are kind of dumb. I do think there's one that men pay approximately four dollars and twenty five cents per garment for dry cleaning, but this a similar garment for a woman is always more expensive. I, I mean, I've never really paid attention to that. Me but. either. I wonder if it's like the simplicity of a man's shirt. I was thinking about that when I read it, just from a styling perspective. But I feel like women's clothing in general is more expensive than men's. It's too. true because we'll pay it. But you also, I like, I get jealous. Not that I, I would want to dress as a woman, but uh-huh. I just get jealous by the diversity of what women wear. You do? Yeah. The, like, there's so many more options. Like That's true. I have to put on pants and a shirt. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, yeah. that's it. I feel like, like you really jazz it up. You know, your Yeah, I mean, I try, I try to, like, <laughs> have flair with that. But it's like, you can wear a romper or a jumpsuit or a dress or a well, skirt. There's we shouldn't so... be wearing too many rompers well, because... You never <laughs> know what you're going to scratch. Your to eat that pus- or pussy to eat those pants. <laughs> <laughs> your pussy's eating your pants. What song is that? Not true. I mean, not sure. Got what? Not true. Not, what? It is Where a song. Where am I right now? I don't um, know. Well, this was interesting. So just to give the flip side, because we're not just going to try to be like, oh, men have it so easy. There are programmings for both sides, I believe. Like there's a lot of programming for women about looking pretty, fitting in a certain box. I did a a podcast. I think I mentioned this last week called The Good Girl Myths. That's really great for all women to go listen to. Like just to even understand what kind of programming and why you're operating the way that you are. Um and how some of the stuff might be things that you could let go of. But I do think this is true for men too, right? Like men are supposed to be strong and like have it together and be these like pillars of strength that don't have feelings. And I found this other article on thought catalog and there's a lot of things that actually there's this, the article is 25 things women get away with that men can't. And the first one they say is having feelings. 
Yeah. And it's, this is again, I think maybe an American thing, but like we aren't accustomed or very comfortable yet with men being very sensitive or feelers or emotional in general. Yeah. I mean, and there's, there is this one that's for a little bit further down, but I think it plays into it. And, but it really strikes me is talking to random children. Ooh, like men can be considered creepy. Yeah. And I, but I think it's like when you see a man who is willing to like engage with a child. Yeah. It's because they're a little probably more emotional too. I just rewatched the, um, it's the, the Mr. Rogers neighborhood documentary called won't you be my neighbor. Mm -hmm. And like, I would think in, if he weren't a television star, most people would be really creeped out by him. That's like true. you would think that he was like you would not it's trust a beautiful him. Day in the yeah, I mean it was like, but he's so like it was all about just spreading kindness and love, and it's really beautiful. I wish there were more people like that in the yeah. world, you know. Um, but he was so good with kids. That's interesting. You know? He said there was a, a moment where he said like, when I'm looking at the camera, I'm envisioning that I am talking to one child. So that the kids that are, are watching on their screens are receiving it as if like I'm talking directly to them. But that is something that I think a woman would, a lot of people would feel way more comfortable with a woman doing that yeah. than a man. And the interesting part is that men and women both have masculine and feminine energy, right? And right. so we're both supposed, we're all supposed to tap into both sides to be a full embodied human or whatever but it is interesting the cultural and societal like pressures to not be a certain way or to not have these feelings like again a man is supposed to be strong and feelings are viewed as weak which is actually the opposite of true if you ask me but but you know like it's so funny because i also feel like it's pretty highly revered to like be a sexy good dad you know what i mean it's like when you see a dad that's like emotionally connected to their kids like I think men are jealous of it and women are like, panties be dropping. Oh, for sure. You sliding know? off their chair. Sli- Absolutely. Sli- I mean, it was damp. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference to uh, the Righteous Gemstones. Judy That's Gemstone. so good. Yeah. It was damp. Damn. This one was interesting to me. Groping. Groping in general. I had a strange woman come up to me at a bar and touch my arm and chest without even saying a word. If I did that to a woman, I'd be on my ass out on the street in a heartbeat. That is true. Yeah. Because we, like, also this, there's this, like, message I think that's out there that men just want sex all the time and, like, they want to be touched by a woman. So, like, there don't seem to be that many boundaries around it. But, like, I don't think that's probably actually true. That's just the message that I think gets put out a lot. Yeah. So women can get away with that kind of stuff. Yeah. We, it's, um, we sort of have to, uh, accept being objectified. Yeah. Remember that commercial? This is probably a little old, but remember that like diet Coke commercial that was like, the sexy gardener and all the women were like looking out their windows, like being like, no, but I can imagine it was just like, there was this really hot guy and it was like sweating and drinking a diet Coke. And I feel like if that, and it's look, it's, it's happened. Obviously like there were, there's always been sexy women in ads, but it was like so clearly about just objectifying Mm -hmm. the sexy man that I feel like if that had happened the other way, it would have, without it being like, because there, there, there have been like the Carl's Jr. ads with like the Kardashians and Paris Hilton, but like there was a level there, there was a a level of like they were in on the joke, mm-hmm. and I guess you could say that the male actor was too, but something about it felt very different. That's and, interesting. I think women are so constantly objectified. If I'm being honest, that yeah. it's like 
the way that a woman feels like they're getting their power back is to objectify to right it, back yeah. or no to objectify back so it's like the cardi b's and the megan the stallions of the world right. we've talked about like that wop song i think that is their way to be like oh no 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 like yeah, you get to sing about your big dicks all the yeah, time so here yeah. we go I'm yeah talk about how you need to go down on me more right yeah <laughs> Um, so I don't know, but I actually don't, I think you're right in that it's not really the right approach to, to just like reverse the behavior back to the other sex isn't necessarily the answer to us finding equal rights. It's just like, with someone has to stop the behavior in general, like totally. no one should be objectified. That's just the deal. Right. But right. because women have been objectified for so long and so consistently, and on such a bigger scale, I think that it's like, we're like, oh no, we'll do it back. And it's funny then right. versus insulting. I thought this one was really interesting. What? Men can't be bisexual. Oh, it's so true. We've you talked know, about like this. It's like such a double standard. Like, you know, if a guy tells you bis- that he's bisexual, you're like, that guy's gay. Mm-hmm. But if a girl's like, oh, I hooked up with so many girls in college. Like, no one's like, she's a lesbian. No, like, most of the time guys think it's hot. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a double standard. Yeah. That is and so I truly weird. believe that there are bisexual men that like. Just like both. Yeah. They're just incredibly sexual. I mm-hmm. think that like the scale of sexuality is a one to 10. And like there are people that fall at five. I actually, I used to be very much in the, the mindset of like a, a guy is not because any heterosexual guy that I knew would be so turned off by that. And so I was like bisexual. Psh. But now I like, I buy into the scale. Yeah. I really do. I think it's like, it's, it is, it's like everything else. I mean, there's a skill for everything. I think autism, narcissism, it's like, and we can have little characteristics of each thing, Totally. but you don't have to be full, like narcissistic personality disorder to have some traits, you know, right. or whatever, or more than another. This one's a good one. Being a sugar baby. I want to know what you think about this. Cause it says that. Sugar baby, sugar daddy relationship. I mean, how many guys out there are sponsored by older women? I actually, I think be, some. I, yeah, I feel like that is that one's a little gray. I feel like uh-huh. because, I think it's happening more and more nowadays. Well, and also like the whole idea of like the cougar, you know, like mm-hmm. it's that has become more accepted mm-hmm. in the world. Um, I also think too, like the world is even in our lifetime, like where women fall on the level of like success right you know more women were leaving the home like when i was a kid a lot of moms didn't work and now i feel like most kids moms work and a lot of them are more successful than the men so the idea of a sugar mama's existing is just more Mm -hmm. naturally going to be more prevalent right i think so i was actually just looking to see when this article was written and it was 2017 and i think there's been some changes i really do because then there's another one that says dating much younger people like date much younger men and not get called creepy like women can do that um but i think that there is a normalization happening with both or i don't know like i just think i do think a lot of women are dating much younger men i women are they they are in their sexual prime later in life too so when it comes to like the physicality of dating that's true it kind of makes sense yeah fat shaming i think it's rotten that a woman can make fun of a guy if for example they are overweight do women do that i mean i think shitty people do yeah like, i think I that's think, just a bad person. i think if, yeah i think if it happens their friends are going to be less likely to call them out mm-hmm. but like if a guy were like look at that fat bitch like and we're around other women like mm-hmm. that would never fly yeah did a man write this article? I'm going back to, yep, Lorenzo, of course. Because at the end, he just That's says, he says, well, everything really. 
and he starts just listing off oh all these things and i'm like God. okay now we're done with you lorenzo yeah. anyway i thought it was all really interesting um I'm kind of glad to hear that you were not as far on the chauvinist side that I thought you were at the bar. Yeah, I, I mean, there was no way to argue my way out of it, so I just let her, mm-hmm. you know, have her pickleback have moment. Have her pickleback moment, yeah. Ugh, those things are disgusting. All right, let's move to listener emails. This one comes from Jessica. She says, I absolutely love the podcast, and I think it's fun to do a little bit of everything and cover all sorts of topics. I think it's great to do an episode maybe once a month, heavy on the sex and dating, and then maybe another week where you deal with more current event stuff. Then maybe have an episode once a month where you do interview somebody. I'd love to be interviewed. <laughs> I've got some pretty great stories. The latest one is where both of my boyfriends found out about each other. Ooh, that's a good one. I hear all the complaints that you guys share on the podcast. And I just think these people are complaining should really go that are complaining should really go sit on attack because like it's a podcast. Why are they such judgmental? Oh, sit on attack because like it's a, it's a podcast. Why are they such judgmental bitches? Ooh. Susan, she's talking to you. <laughs> hey, Chip, this one actually came from, you forwarded me this a couple weeks ago. Do you remember this? Which this was one? when we talked about your orgy stories. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and you say that people don't write to you. So I'm just reading this one specifically <laughs> because this was directed <laughs> was so at happy. you. I know. Hey, Chip, love you and Kelly. I never send messages like this, but thank you so much for putting your orgy story out there. I've never done it, but my husband and I are more adventurous and do enjoy sex. And I get made fun of a lot for it. And it's hard in our friend group. I'm a Christian and our kids go to a Christian school, but that doesn't mean I don't like to have a good time in the bedroom. Thank you for making me feel a little less self-conscious for getting freaky. Also, please do meetups or a live podcast soon. I would love, I would so pay to come meet y'all. You have seriously been like two friends. I don't even know through this pandemic. I love it. She invited me to her. She invited us to her house. Oh my she gosh. Lives on a you lake. guys are like besties now. I know. And it's funny, the town that she lives in, I actually drive through on my way home to Virginia. So maybe one day I'll... Uh, a little stop in, a little cocktail hour. Yeah. I love that you made her feel more, um, or you just normalized the topic, or just by sharing your stories, she felt more comfortable. Well, and it's funny because even for me to like step out of my comfort right. zone to share that too, and it's like it made me feel more normal just yeah. to fucking say it. Yeah. So it's like I think the moral of that whole story is is like just own who you are, and anybody who thinks that you're a fucking freak, it, you don't need them in your life. Also, don't you think it's interesting that when you start owning who you are and saying your truth out loud, a lot of people are like, "Oh, well, me too." Uh, yeah, I do that too. I think it's just like so normalized in our society not to talk about the truth, and it's like, so do we actually really even know anybody? You know, like well, yeah. I had a friend message me this morning, and she told me something. And then she was like, don't tell anyone else. And I was thinking, I said to her, I'm like, you're so smart because in our friend group, I tell everything. And so then everyone has an opinion on everything in my life because I literally verbal vomit all the details all the time. And it does kind of backfire on me when I'm like wavering on certain things or not really sure where I stand because I'm getting too many opinions. And so I was like, wow, you really are smart. then I started driving and I was like, that's so interesting though, because do we really even know our people? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a, it's a really interesting point because it's like you want to share who you are and you want people's feedback, but mm-hmm. you're also like don't want their opinion. Well, you, you know what at I the mean? End of the like, day, have to go live your life 100%. in the way that works for you. But for like a person like me who I'm a big external validation, like it's something I've really had to work on in my adult life. And so... 
to re to have that sometimes like I just need better boundaries. Like I'm the opposite. We're both the opposite extremes, me and this one friend that I'm talking about. And so it's like, maybe there's somewhere in the middle where it's like, you have boundaries about what you share and you're not verbal vomiting, but you're also not like hiding shit. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? So it's, it's, I mean, it's a really like fine line to walk. Truly. I'm so jealous of people that are like 100% open books. You know, or at least appear to be. Yeah, I mean, I kind of just feel like I wish I could be that sometimes. See, I'll but I worry too much about judgment often. Like, see, that's what happens. Is like I'll do it. I tell everybody everything, and then I feel so much shame sometimes, especially if I like change my mind. Right. Because like when you're intense in the moment, sometimes you're like. Like, I'm just a feeler, you know, so I'm like, I can either be like super fucking angry or like sad. And then I wake up the next day and I'm like, oh, I'm actually fine. Well, <laughs> but when I'm then, processing, sometimes it's like insane. I think that the, the where you need to like the way that you need to think about it is like you have to ask yourself if you really care about someone's opinion about something. Like, mm-hmm. I think it happens a lot during breakups. Yeah. Because, like, you'll be like, oh, this motherfucker. And then they're like, yeah, I've always hated your boyfriend yeah. or I've hated your girlfriend. Like, oh, we're and then you're like, oh, we're Like, you can't take that back. You can't, that can't be unsaid. That's so true. So I think in those moments, like, they might not have hated your boyfriend, but that's your friend protecting you. Of course. And everyone in your life that loves you just wants you to be happy. Right, so right. it's like, yeah. So you just have to be prepared to like hear someone's opinion that it might differ from yours, mm-hmm. but it, it, you don't have to like let that change how you feel. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah. It's tough. Oof. All right. This one comes from Casey. Hey, Kelly and Chip listening to the latest episode of the edge. Uh, the piece about the weddings. I was feeling weird about doing our vows in front of a ton of people. And my hubby is very shy. We ended up writing out everything we wanted to say and promise to read each other in letters. Wait, and promise to each other in letters that we read the day of the wedding in private. And in front of the guests, we kept it traditional with the do you do you I do, etc. That way, no one heard our private thoughts. So that is just a comment because I felt the apprehension of being in front of people and having them judge me. That's actually brilliant. Yeah. I love that. I mean, think about like when you, whether it's like something really nice you want to say or something yeah. really mean, it's so much easier to put it down on words for me. To write it. So I mean, feel like I would really open my heart. I mean, I'm also like, I just couldn't do that in front of a lot of people. I would be so right. much, like I would be inclined to make it funny. Of course. To like lighten the mood for me to feel yeah. more vulnerable, like less vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say like real shit if I wrote the letter. Well, it's also sort of in line with like, it's, it, it's very private. I would imagine how you feel about each other. And so, I mean, you know, you could say some stuff, but like, it's a little more sacred if you keep it between the two of you. I don't know. I like it. Yeah, me too. This is from Chelsea. Hey, Kelly and Chip. I love the edge podcast. You guys crack my ass up. Your topics are for the fun peeps. And I love it. My daughters and I are coming to Nashville in July. and We plan to ride the golden dick. Oh, (laughs) we have yet to find that, by the way. I know. I'm I'm starting to worry that it's not real. Maybe it's not. We really need to look into it. You know, we need to get out. I can't we, even Google. You can't Google it. I can't I've Google. tried to find it. What yeah. happens if you Google golden dick? Well, on my work computer, so I'll have to uh, wait till I can oh do it on my phone. Oh my God. Phone. Okay. And hit, the, we plan to ride the golden dick and hit up the wild beaver for some karaoke and bull riding action. Oh, I guess I should mention my daughters are adults. Anyway, keep being you. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if you saw a mom ride by with her kids? Oh my God. Going to, on the golden dick, going to the wild beaver. That would be a sight. Oh my God. Anyway, you guys keep the stories coming to the edge at velvetsedge.com or you can slide into my DMs at velvetsedge. Chip is at Chip Dorch. 
Spell it for us, Chip. C-H-I-P-D-O-R-S-C-H. <laughs> what if you misspelled your own name? This morning I was telling someone that your real name is Frank. Oh my God, it is. Frank Adolph. Frank Adolph Dorsey. Quite the ring to it. Quite the ring to it. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As you move into your weekend, uh, I I thought I was about to slide in so good. Really just like nail it. As you move into the weekend. um, Remember when you're living on the edge too. Oh, no. You actually just messed it up. When you're living on the edge, I hope you guys. Okay, let's, let's start over. When you're moving into your weekend, you know, this is Friday after all. I hope that you guys are living on the edge and you always remember to act casual. <laughs> I really do have to write a okay. sticky note. Okay. Yeah, you do. Bye. Bye. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks. Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.